Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus all right, oh, excuse me, excuse me. All right, Prince of Pucks, here we go. Three, two, one. It's time now for the BitQL Boston Podcast. Let's run the slate with your host, Mike Mutnanski. Not Chris Shime. Not Chris. Not Shime time. It is the Prince of Pucks. He's back and better than ever, buddy. Hi. You, you were celebrating before the show. I have not seen a score uh, whatsoever. I know you like the Rangers. <clears throat> sure I like did. the Vegas uh, Knights with sure Jack did. Eichel. How do things end up for week uh, night number one for the Prince of Pucks last so, night? Let me tell you, Mutt. Uh, the Rangers won 3-1. to one. Mika Zibanejad had two goals in the game. Uh, nice. Excellent effort by the Rangers. They looked great. Uh, Vincent Trocek, love to see him in the Rangers jersey as well. And then the Golden Knights were tied 3-3 three to three with the Kings going into the final minute. Well, that didn't last very long because with 46 seconds left on the clock, the Vegas Golden Knights took the lead 4-3. to three. That's how the game ended. Jack Eichel did score a goal in that game. Bang. Uh, so your boy was cooking with gas last night. Uh, it was quite the night to, uh, to, to be on the side of the Prince of Pucks. What a nice night to what a nice thing to wake up to winning bets. Oh, what a it was nice awesome, especially because I was dead asleep by the time the Vegas game even started. Oh, of course you were. I yeah, was it's... dead asleep after the first period of the Rangers game, and you know what? Woke up. It was nothing, nothing after period one. Wake up to three winning bets. Oh, baby, it's a day. Uh, profitable day for Chris Scheim, uh in the hockey street. That's what he does, folks. He is known for uh, liking IPAs. He is known for looking jolly. He is known for hockey bets here. Uh, and on this podcast and on uh, yeah, across the network, he just hands out winners, sure winners, do. winners. With that being said, Sean, I have to admit, um, it doesn't feel like it's a year where you want to be heavily invested in uh, the Bruins winning a bunch of games. Uh, it doesn't feel like a year where you want to bet the Bruins to go win a Stanley Cup championship. But for the NHL people out there, they're going to follow the Prince of Pucks this year. 
Give us your outline on the Bruins season, which starts on Wednesday against the Capitals. Um, your thoughts on the game tonight and your thoughts on any season-long ideas, bets, or themes for your 2022-2023 Boston Bruins. Yeah, so I, I actually like this Bruins team. I don't love them, but I really like them. I think with one significant move here uh, in the next couple months that they become a legitimate contender because basically uh, come right around the new year, right around Christmas or so, Brad Marchand should be back. He'll be rested and healthy and ready to go on top of having – David Krejci being back, I, I didn't feel like was a much of a plus, but it'll help so that come the postseason, basically, I, I do think the Bruins make the playoffs. They're minus 190 to make the playoffs, so it's not even worth betting, but I do think they make the playoffs, and Krejci helps in the fact that now you don't have to worry about the perfection line every single time, right? Because what what would happen? The Bruins wouldn't score goals, so what would they do? They'd put Pasternak with Marshan and Bergeron, and there's the perfection line, blah, blah, blah. It's useless now. It's not useless now, but it, you don't have to worry about it, okay? Because Pasta is going to play with Krejci at all times, and then that one significant move would bring in a winger to play with Bergeron and Marchand. So you're looking at a Bergeron, Marchand, insert new guy line, plus Krejci, Pasternak, and either Zaka or Hall, depending on how Hall season goes. I like that depth for the Bruins. I love the defensemen. Um, I think Forbert's going to have another good year. I'm hoping Carlo takes a little bit of a step forward here. McAvoy and Lindholm is an awesome pairing. And I think Jeremy Swayman takes a step forward. So last year the Bruins had 107 points. Right now their points total is only 96.5. I actually like the over on the Bruins points total, regular season points total. What are the odds on that? Minus 130. So you're not okay. getting the best, but I still like it. Uh, it's been bet. That means yeah. it's been bet, though. That's not Again, with season-long bets and prop bets, when it's minus 25, 130, like, it's, it's clear that you're on a side where a lot of other people are on. That's not a terrible place to be. It's okay. Yeah, it's perfect. Um, so uh, so I'm, I'm excited for that, uh, and, and I think we're, uh, we're, we're, we're ready for a good season out of the Bruins. I don't think it's going to be anything overly special, um, but, uh, but I do think that they are going to uh, make a run. And as long as they make that significant move, then I might be more inclined to, uh, to look at Stanley Cup props for them. Yeah, I mean, my my general take was between the injuries and you know the the, the lack of as you said the big moves here in the off season. Yeah, you know, I think you're probably onto it, sort of where this thing projects, and there's some upside in the back end. But going into it, it's tough to be like, oh my god, they're in the mix for a Stanley Cup. And I also think, and you brought up Krejci, like I, you're you're sugarcoating it, Shime, because we talked about this either on the air or off the air last year. The idea that like the Bruins fans were pining for David Krejci to come back. And like he was going to be the answer, I think sort of summed up their entire roster. Yep. So I I don't think he's the magic wand. I'm glad people like the guy, but you expect he's going to come back from a, a year off playing overseas and, and be that David Krejci again? I'm not. No, it was you? it was a move that was to appease David Pasternak, right? It's David Pasternak wanted yeah, to play with trying his to get Czech him buddy. Up You're trying to lock him yeah, up. Exactly. That makes sense. That's that makes what sense. the move was for, uh, which is why I'm still hoping that they make some significant move here um, before the playoff run, right? And there's a couple guys uh, I have my eyes on, one of which would be Patrick Kane. Um, that would be a significant move, I think. Like, the Bruins are telling you, yeah, we're going for it here. We're not messing around. You heard Cam Neely talk about the locker room on media day saying – that um, that these guys are in it for Bergeron and Krejci. They know that their time is basically up, and they want to make one last run for the guys. So if that's yeah, the case, the or- if that's the case, the organization should feel the same way, and they should should sell out to make this roster as good as they can. And if that's the case, I would see a significant trade coming 
probably a couple months from now, right around Thanksgiving. Would be my I guess. do love the idea of a degenerate gambler, Chris Scheim, hoping that another D-Gen, Patrick Kane, becomes a Bruin. Yeah. I do, I do respect Right? <laughs> we'll have to have him on the podcast if he does. Still denies he bet on his own games. I don't believe him, but what are you going to do? Hey, man. <laughs> but, yeah, so I, I think points total uh, for the Bruins, I would bet over. Nine, over. So over 96 at minus 130. Yep. Bingo. Okay. Uh, anything else tonight? In the uh, what about how about this? How about the game tonight? Yes. Shime, uh, Bruins and Capitals underdogs on the road to start this season. Yeah, they're underdogs on the road to start the season. I think the Bruins start slow this season, mostly just because again, no Marshan to start. Uh, most of their other guys seem pretty healthy overall, though. But I, I do expect a relatively slow start. However, I don't think that's going to start tonight. I think they open up with a win here tonight. Uh, I'm going to wow. take the Bruins on the money line at plus 120. Um, again, I think Jeremy Swimman takes a step forward. I don't particularly love this Capitals team, but the other bet I am absolutely going to be making is Alexander Ovechkin to score a goal in this game. Anytime scoring is only even money, but like I, this guy is just chasing 800 goals, and he is going to chase Wayne Gretzky's goal record. That is his plan. That is his attempt, and they are going to set him up in any way they can. Basically, the Capitals' best way to stay relevant is if Alexander Ovechkin is relevant. And so... Uh, I, I believe he will be pummeled with opportunity to uh, to score this season. And so that's why I'm going to bet on the Bruins to win at plus 120 and then Ovechkin to score at even money. All right, so there we go. So we have what? Th- so, th- so two bets total for tonight's game. Yep, correct. Okay, Bruins and Ovechkin writing this down. Uh, we'll keep you updated on that game during Mud at Night tonight on WEEI. By the way, I uh, also needed to give you credit. Uh, no, you no, 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 no. Uh, well, let's uh, save. Well, hold on. Was the baseball credit? Yeah. Well, we'll save that. I got, we got baseball coming up. Okay. Hold your horses I'm there. Just, yeah, I just want you know. I want. I'm, I'm saving baseball. I feel for like last. I'm getting all the flowers here. I wanted to make sure that you get your credit, Mutt. That's all. No, no. Well, we'll save baseball for last because okay. I want to hit on the Patriots because you have to explain to me. Uh, I'm looking at the Action Network's public betting on the Patriots again Wednesday morning. They're not. One of the most bet games on the board. Uh, they're really not even close. There are a lot of other games getting absolutely hammered. Uh, specifically, uh, 49ers-Falcons has been bet uh, a ton here early. Uh, I'm surprised the Bills and Chiefs has not been bet as much, but Patriots-Browns being bet, 34% of the money, uh, 34% of the bets, but 53% of the money. So more of the money and fewer of the bets, which means there is there is like sharper bets on Cleveland coming in. 34% of the bets, 53% of the money for the Patriots getting plus points, 66% of the bets, so two-thirds, but only... Less than half the money. So it's it's more money and sharper money in on Cleveland. And yet I'm seeing now uh, the line has gone from three to two and a half in some places, Chris Schein. Can you explain this, why the bu- uh, Browns are taking money, but some of these books are moving the lines here from three to two and a half for Cleveland? Uh, it's very similar to our over from last week, Mutt. The books were getting pummeled with money on the over, and yet the number kept coming down. Uh, I think turns the books, out they were right about that. Yes, and I think the books are probably <laughs> right about this one. I told you yesterday, or it was either yesterday or the day before. I said if this line gets to two and a half, you bet your sweet ass on betting the Cleveland Browns. So this afternoon, when I go to place my uh, one bet for Thursday night football, I will also be placing a bet for the Cleveland Browns at minus two and a half, uh, and I will also be betting on the Bruins. But regardless, I will be betting on the Cleveland Browns minus two and a half because. Clearly, uh, Vegas is telling you something. They feel a certain way, and they feel like the line uh, should be a little smaller, and they're getting, they're goading you into betting uh, the Patriots as much as possible, um, and they're telling you that even though the money's coming in on the on the uh, the Brown, the smart money is on the Browns, eh, we're going to move the line down a little bit because the public is clearly not doing the right thing. 
there are only two books right now that have it two and a half. It's three across the industry. Uh, we're talking again at 1027 Eastern time on Wednesday morning. But DK is one of them. Um, and I wonder, I, again, I always wonder, Sean, this is probably a really dumb thought of mine. I should ask somebody at DK if this is factored in. But people that want to bet on the Patriots, they can only bet through New Hampshire on DK. I wonder if they take like an exorbitant amount of money on local teams. And that ever affects the, oh, the I didn't, general I board. Think I, I, again, it's a really dumb gambling thought. I need to run that by somebody at DK who actually know. But I do find it interesting. They're the only book right now that moved it from three and a half to two outside of points bet, uh, which is based out of Philadelphia. Uh, and, and by the way, if you want to bet the, the Browns, it's minus two and a half at minus 115. Uh, Patriots is plus two and a half at minus 105. So you are suggesting to our friends today, now that's a two and a half, you're betting the Browns tonight. Yep. Uh, you're going to bet New Hampshire. What's your Thursday night football bet as the money comes in uh, on the uh, Browns here for this game? Well, so I'm still crafting it, um, but ultimately is oh, okay. uh, I'm going to take <laughs> – I can't believe I'm, I'm saying this on the air. Uh, Don't say – do not say the over. No, no, God, okay, no. I'm taking, God. I'm taking the under because when, an, when yeah. a total has been between 37 yeah. and 40, the under is hit 18 out of 23 times. I think that's I'm with a tweet you. from John Ewing. 18-4-1, and one, I believe, is the record on the under when it's between 37 and 40. It is currently 37 and a half. So I'm absolutely on the under. Um, and then I'm also... I'm going to take a couple... I'm going to take an anytime touchdown score out of uh, Justin Fields. I know. Wild that I would ever consider to do that. But I just... I think that he's kind of due. Um, and... Also, DK has a promotion right now where you make a same-game parlay and you get a free one back if you lose. So that's why I'm doing it, basically. I wouldn't, to be fair, to be clear, outside of the under, I would not bet on this game. Would not bet on this game. I want to be very clear. I would not bet on this game if I wasn't going to get a free bet back. I just want to make that clear. Oh, outside okay. of the so you're under. Bet, you're betting for the $10 free bet back. Yep. Gotcha. Okay. I, uh, I'm taking my shot, and in worst-case scenario, I get my $10 free bet back. So I want to be clear. Outside of the under. I like the under. Everything else is just what I'm tossing in my free bet, basically. Same game parlay. It's only Wednesday. You go tomorrow morning. Yep. So you can craft this and let us know what's going on. But yeah. I, I'm with you. If I were betting this game, it would be uh, on the it'd be on the under for sure. I think yeah. these are two really bad offensive teams. Uh, I think Carson Wentz kind of stinks. I think Fields – I don't think Fields stinks, Chime. I, I think he is a victim of a transition to coaching staff. and all. Re, I mean, we, we, we bag on Mac's lack of offensive talent. For the Patriots, second-year oh, quarterback, the, I the mean. The Bears are so bad. Darnell Mooney, Cole Komet. I mean, they're ab- – I, I like David Montgomery and Khalil Herbert. They have a couple good running backs, but the receiving core is terrible. Yep. I think eventually he'll be okay, but not not a very good group right now. Uh, but I, I'm – if I do bet this game, I'm not, I have not bet this game yet. It'll definitely be on the under. All the signs are primetime unders are good, and totals between 37 and 42, like you said. People – Inherently, it's like, oh my God, that line is too low. It's an NFL game on a route for points. The under is the way to play. It's game. a short week. It's the prime under's time. The way to play. Prime time unders are hitting ridiculously well, anyways. Yep. On top of it being a short week. And it's week. two shit teams, exactly. by the way. That's exactly the point. So uh, so I, I am 100% with you. I believe the under is the play. And, and it's I now get... up to 38. On DK right now, it's 38. It's, you're getting an even better number. It's it's one of these things where like I I understand it like as a football fan you don't want to sit down and invest three hours in a game that's going to suck mm-hmm. and so you want you want mm-hmm. to bet over at some point we will do some mini show on just the idea of it's okay to bet unders do you want to know like, do you want to know what I like to call this month this is a set it and forget it bet 
It's a bet I feel very confident about. Wow! But I have like no the Ron, like the Ron Popeil. Uh, what what is what was that called? The uh, the set it and forget it. Like the the rotisserie oven. Yeah, the rotisserie. Yes. Ron yeah. Popeil. Yes. yes. This is this is these are one of my set it and forget it bets. Similar to that Vegas bet last night. It's I'm going to play it. I'm not going to watch a single second of the game. I'm going to wake up in the morning, find out if I won or lost. But I have a conviction on the under. I just have zero desire to actually watch this. I will probably uh, I don't know if I I will I will uh, like invest my entire night in it, but it, just because it could be so bad, mm-hmm. I may have to watch a little bit. Watch the train wreck happen. I get. I'm gonna that. have to watch a little bit, and certainly I'm going to listen to it like you all should yep. on WEEI beginning at 7:30. Uh, any other Patriots related items? It so, sounds like uh, the report today is that Mac is going to try to be out there on the field. Uh, so that was I still actually don't, my question for you. I don't believe it, but go ahead. You, you, I defer to you. Go ahead. So I, I, that, with those reports out, is that why this line has come down a little bit? Like, do you think that's the reason why that they're kind of trying to I, – I don't buy it, but are they, quote, it's unquote, only trying to book. protect themselves? I can't. Can't fathom I, it, right? I, can't, I, I cannot imagine that. I can't imagine that Jeremy Fowler of ESPN, he, he's moving the market. No, yeah, no, I don't think guys, so either. There but. are gambling guys who move the market. Uh, definitely in the prop market, there are people that, like, when they post a prop they like, that line moves, like, in seconds. It's happening now, Shime, in some of these, like, major websites that are focusing on props. Yep. Like, they'll post a prop in discords and stuff like that, and the line will move almost instantaneously, which doesn't affect me at all because I live in a state where I can't legally lie bet on props. <sighs> um, but it's definitely happening. I don't think Jeremy Fowler's note on ESPN Insider today yeah. <laughs> is moving in. I didn't think I also so either, think, but I figured I, I, it was worth the question. I'm gonna say it again. I'm not a I'm not I'm not a happy zappy, you know, zip and zappy guy. Yeah. Thanks, but no thanks. They should not play Mac Jones in this game 100%. on Sunday. Hundred percent. Put him on mothballs, let him get healthy. You're basically even Steven with Cleveland. Let Zappy play. Run the ball against amazing with the, the DVOA update yesterday, Shime. I'm sure you saw this. Yep. When they played the Packers two weeks ago, Packers ranked thirty two a thirty second of thirty two teams, DVOA rush defense. Last week, Detroit 32nd, 32 teams, DVOA defense. Because Austin Eckler and Justin Jackson gutted the Browns last week, now the Cleveland Browns are the 32nd dead last DVOA rush defense. So what do you think run they're going to do? <laughs> run the ball to Rondre Stevenson, Thank get God. the bleep out of the way, protect Bailey Zappi, and don't put Mac out there with Miles Garrett on the other side with a high ankle sprain. Week two and a half or week three for a four- to six-week injury. You're tough. We get it. I want you back, Mac. He should not play this weekend. Uh, my, should not play. You're 100% right because the goal here is hand the ball off, don't turn it over. Bailey Zappi has already proved to you he could do both those things. So what do you do? You send him out there and you let him do that. You're not going to be, ideally, not going to be battling back from a 20-point deficit here. So Mac Jones does not need to play. And you know what? At the end of the day, if you lose the game, Bill Belichick has the excuse, well, I'm dealing with my rookie third-string quarter, third, third string quarterback. Like, what do you want me to do? And then, But if you go out there and play Mac and you get dumped on by the Browns somehow and, or he gets re-injured, then it's all hell breaks loose, and it is the worst PR you've ever seen. So ultimately, it's it, Belichick should just stick with Zappy, put Zappy out there, let him go. Absolutely, uh, we'll see how it ends up playing out uh, in the next uh, couple of days. We'll certainly know tomorrow morning. You know, we're gonna get these great shots of of Zappy on an ankle out there throwing. I, I, not not Zappy, but Mac Jones in a bum ankle again. Like he's gonna jog. Oh, Mac jogged at practice today. Mac was out there for. I'm just I'm. It doesn't make any sense. So right. I protect him. Uh, but certainly if Mac does play today or Mac, if Mac practices today and he is out there, um, 
it's going to affect the line. Like, I, I, I won't be shocked if Mac is out there and he get reports he practiced quite a bit and looked good. This line will be two tomorrow. Like, I, that, that will move the market, Chime. Him being out there on a Wednesday, Jeremy Fowler saying it today. That does not. That and, doesn't move it, right? And if the line moves again, I'm going to bet it again. All right. Now, you want to give me credit. I know what it's for. Yep. Uh, by Houston Astros, who we bet yesterday. Now, we, we end up splitting this. On my end, we split, okay, because we laid the one and a half on the run line at plus 105. They only won by a run. But they did come back to win. They pushed their team total well over three and a half runs. That was a lock. And you, I'll get, uh, I guess I give you credit for a smart bet while you're in the great state of New Hampshire. You took my opinion and made some money on it, Chime. Explain to the people. Yeah, so uh, the Astros had just given up a home run, uh, and they were down, I believe it was 5-3 to three at the time. Uh, and I happened to be in the Target parking lot in the great state of New Hampshire. And so I said to myself, you know what? I'm going to live bet the Houston Astros here at plus 180 because my good friend Mutt was very convinced that the Houston Astros dominate the the Seattle Mariners. They were going to win this baseball game. It was not an insurmountable number by any means. So I said, oh, it was after the Crawford home run in the top of the fourth. So it was 5-2. to two. They ended up scoring again and making it 6-2. to two. I regret not uh, waiting and getting an even better number, but regardless, got yep. my number at plus 180. Then what happens at the bottom of the fourth? Yuri Gurriel hits a homer. Uh... To, to make it 6-3, and eventually, 8th and ninth inning, Houston Astros, they battle back, and they win 8-7. to seven. So, I hit on the live bet, thanks to you, uh, because of your conviction on the Astros. I believed in my guy, Mutt. What did I do? I live bet the Astros and hit. All right, so 1-1 one and one, uh, in the baseball playoffs gambling so far. The one we hit yesterday was was minus 130, so uh, not, not the greatest result uh, with the not covering the two runs on the run line. We're going back to... Uh, I, again, I I, I, I want to bet the strikeout totals in this game today, folks, the Phillies and uh, the Braves this afternoon. But at least right now, it's, you can't do it. You know, so they, they posted Kyle Wright's strikeout total of 3.5, Zach Wheeler's at 4.5. And, and what you'll notice here in the playoff, Shime, the strikeout totals are lower because the books have smartened up and realized if a guy is getting shelled, even if he's not getting shelled, like a bad start, they'll take out after three or four innings. Like Verlander yesterday... Uh, pitched poorly for four. He probably couldn't out for a fifth, but because they were down so much already, they said, now oh, we're going to put you on mothballs. So strikeout totals are lower, and so people are betting the overs in strikeout totals. Kyle Wright min- at three and a half strikeout total is minus 180. Oh, wow. Zach Wheeler at four and a half is minus 185. So I can't do it. If you want to bump that up in same game parlays, you want to play same game parlays today at 437 for Phillies and Braves, one of two playoff games today in baseball, you're welcome to do it. Uh, I'm going to take a different approach here, and I'm going to bet uh, in the first five innings, I want the over on the Braves' runs. So in the first five innings, the Braves' team total is one and a half runs. I want the uh, over on that. Now, it is minus 125, but my reasoning behind this is as follows. Uh, the guy pitching today for the Braves, Zach Wright, they are 16-1 and one in his last 17 games. The guy pitching for the Phillies today, Zach Wheeler, two things stand out when I go through my sort of looking at pitchers and their splits and everything else like that. Uh, his home ERA, okay, so Zach, they're going to be in – Atlanta today. The home ERA for uh, Zach Wheeler, the Phillies pitcher, 1.86. Road ERA this year, almost two runs higher at 3.84. Uh, batting average against at home, 188. On the road, three, uh, 253. He gave up uh, five home runs at home, eight on the road, and very similar innings pitched, by the way, in both 75 innings pitched and 78 pinning, innings pitched uh, away and home, respectively. So, He's not, a, uh, he's not as good. He's all, Zach Wheeler had a very good year, but he's a much better pitcher at home. He also has some not great splits from a home run standpoint against the Braves. Acuna Jr., three career home runs. 
Arcia has one. Uh, Travis Denard has one. Matt Olson has one. Austin Riley has one. Uh, there's a bunch of guys here who have had uh, very tough stretches against Zach Wheeler of the Phillies, but there are guys at the top of this Braves lineup that have had multiple home runs against him. And I, if it, at one and a half in the first five innings, Braves are going to be out for blood trying to get this series tied 1-1. They have one of their best pitchers in the mound, had success hitting home runs against the opposing pitcher. It's minus 125, but I want the over on the Braves' runs one and a half first five innings. Okay. That's my pitch to you on today's baseball playoff game. I, I love it, and I, I ask a question. So the Dodgers this season have basically dominated the Padres. Am I wrong? Uh, the, I, I admittedly, as an American league, a pregame host, I yeah. do not follow the national league quite as, uh, uh, quite as closely. Although with the Phillies, I was invested in them. So I know a little bit more about the Phillies. So okay. I, I, I will defer to you on any AL NL West talk because I'm in bed well before those games are underway on most nights. Fair enough. So, uh, yesterday after I live bet the Astros, I also happened to place a quick little parlay Yankees Dodgers that hit no problem, which was nice. Um, I'm thinking about going back in on the Dodgers again tonight on the money line to pair Ooh. with your Braves team total over here. Two pick parlay plus 174. That's uh, what, uh, that's I what like I'm my half of it. I, listen, I, I will defer to you on the second half. You Kershaw's found something pitching you like to for bet. the Dodgers. He has like he a sure 2.28 ERA this season. He looks good. I, the Dodgers have outright pummeled the Padres for the most part this season. They're like the big brother. Um I, I wouldn't be shocked if the Dodgers just right, right on sweep this series. So uh, I, I kind of want to take them. And I, at home, the Dodgers are fifty-seven and twenty-four. Like they're they're so this Dodgers team is so good. Uh, so I, I really like just to take Dodgers money line. Unfortunately, being minus one ninety, it's hard to straight bet it. Which is why I love the idea parlaying it with your Atlanta Braves team total over in the first five. All right, so we got some baseball bets. We'll have these throughout the course of the postseason. One and one, admittedly, with the win yesterday uh, coming in at a little higher juice than we like. Uh, we got our Astros win. We're still investing in them to win the World Series. And by the way, it's very likely, and it, it's not a number you probably want to bet at this point because they're both up one nothing in their series. But before it started, you could get a decent number. Not great because they were the favorites in both ends. But the number on an Astros-Dodgers uh, World Series just matchup was pretty good, and I still think those are the two most likely teams to meet. So that's who you're betting uh, in the, you're, you're betting tonight, one of those two teams. Yep. Uh, look at the American League teams are off today. They're going to – they played all four all four games are yesterday, and they'll go alternate back and forth, like ALNL the next uh, couple of days here. Cool. So we'll get the couple of NL games today. We'll be on the Braves scoring early and the Dodgers, and we'll get some American League action uh, tomorrow. Uh, what else are the people here, Chris Shine? What do you got? Uh, that's that's all I got on my end today, Mutt. Uh, kudos to you for uh, helping me win some money on the Astros last night. Oh, no, no. Kudos to you, the Prince of Pucks <laughs> being back in our lives. Handing what can out I say? winners. I got to to my uh, my girlfriend also uh, placed a couple bets last night. She hit on a nice little same game parlay in that uh, in that Rangers game. So we were we were just cashing last night, man. It was awesome. There is a reality show, folks, with Shime and his girlfriend just firing bets, driving to New Hampshire, getting some food, firing some bets, going home, watching the cat. There's a reality show there, Shime. I, I think could, so. I can see that. There's some potential there. What is it like when you when you like? I saw someone in, in, in like Twitch, like I, IRL in real IRL life. IRL streaming, yes. Like, why not an IRL stream of you and your girlfriend just betting for a day? Day Ooh, in the life of betting that. with my girlfriend. I, I, betting I, I on the Rangers. Toss, it, toss the camera right on the dash. We're discussing the lines. She's asking questions. She's placing bets. She's telling me what she's going to bet on. I'm going to explain things, and I'm going to bet on certain things. I think that's a great, great stream. I would watch that. But before I watch that, I would subscribe, rate, and review. Uh, to this podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and the Odyssey app. You can find us on Twitter, 
on BetQL. I want to give Shime a lot of credit. He was super active yesterday on social media, uh, tweeting out the episode, letting everyone know the Prince of Pucks is back. I love when Shime gets on there. We are hoping to, again, uh, be live on Twitch, both on Friday and Saturday. Um, with some potential uh, video there as well. You can go back and watch it or listen to the podcast there. Uh, we have Thursday Night Football bets to make tomorrow. We have the NBA season starting next week with the baseball playoffs rolling on. It's a fun time to be uh, involved in sports betting, Chris Sean. I will say that. It is an awesome time. Like This is primetime season for us with basketball, football, hockey, baseball playoffs. If you're into college football, I, I personally am not as much, but if you're into that, that's another thing to bet on. Like This is as good as it gets right now, Mutt. All right, Chime Time. Uh, enjoy the Bruins opener tonight. We'll recap it tomorrow uh, morning. Uh, we'll do a talk around 10-10, post it after that, and uh, enjoy. Beautiful day today, but there is some rain coming, Chime. So outdoor activities, if you're going to play Challenge for Country Club, I need you to play today Okay. Uh, because it's going to rain Thursday and Friday. Good Just call. You know. I was thinking about playing you know. today, so uh, I'll make sure to get out today so I, and, and not hold off. All right, we'll talk tomorrow, buddy. Good luck. Appreciate it, Mutt. Go Bees. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.